Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zang This. You got me, Zinger, and I'm joined by the Goofy Guy, Berg. Yes, Berg's back. Like this for no reason. Yeah, you know, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's not not, not the other voice you normally do. Which don't do it. I want to save that for a different moment. Just just throwing it oh, out there. Okay. You okay? Certain people might know which one, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, so this discussion actually kind of came out of left field, in in all honesty, because um one. There was rumors going around that the this this movie I'm sure you read the title so we'll we'll get to that in a second. This movie was going to be available on streaming very quickly after it got released, and now it is. And I kind of found it fun. I I, I did too. I, I mean, as as an early review, I kind of found it fun in the sense of um, like as somebody who plays the and by, by the way, we're discussing Honor, and if you haven't seen it yet. Probably going to be a lot of spoilers. Um, Lots of them. <laughs> so I, 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 I liked it. It was, it was really cool. It was a really great movie. Um, the, the message was, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the message is kind of like, it's, it's about two brothers, two, two, two brothers. No, no, no one, no one for the Rick and Morty reference. I don't remember that from Rick and Morty. But oh, it's 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 the intergalactic cable. Rick and Morty. I watched Rick and Morty, but it's, it's the intergalactic oh, cable where they're like two brothers, two brothers, and the moon's right. falling from the sky, and there's a ton of grandmas that they have to fight. Two two brothers. They're 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 two brothers. I just thought you were saying two brothers because the movie's about two brothers. It, it well, it is. It's it's about two <laughs> brothers and their mom, um, uh, Elaine. <laughs> sorry, Ju Ju. <laughs> Louis Dreyfus, um, who I didn't notice that if if you did not tell me that was her, I don't know if I'm just that departed from her as like her with her voice. I would never have noticed that was her unless I was told. I, the only reason I knew is because I saw something like two days ago that mentioned her being in it. And I always forgot because whenever the whenever it, it was like previews and stuff, I would go. Oh yeah, that's. I would go. Who is that? And then her name would come up, and I would be like, Oh, that's that's Julie Louis Dreyfus. And I would completely forget you're right. So if I hadn't just seen it like two days before, I would have completely. Uh, they would have gone like over my head, or I'd been like, Who is that the whole time? So, I mean, it it wasn't like to me, it wasn't a bad thing that like I didn't really notice. I mean, it the the, the whole entire voice cast is fine. Tom Holland sounds vaguely Tom Holland. Chris Pratt sounds like he's trying to do an impression of somebody else the entire time. Jack Black. Yeah. Yes. Actually, that is perfect. <laughs> yes. Uh, he is trying to do an impression of Jack. And, and none of this is, is negative in the movie. Like, none of this no. adds to making the movie bad. It's Like I said, it's it's fun if you're familiar with, like, fantasy. If you're familiar with D&D, there's a heavy element there. Like, there's a lot of great stuff. And it was one of those movies that, like, I was kind of really excited to watch it. And my, um, my, my two younger kids were actually sitting there wanting to watch it. Like... They they have Disney Plus now on their little tablets, and they actually were watching it themselves because we had to stop watching it when Ellie got home because she's like, I don't want to see any more of this because you know I want to watch it in the beginning. So they went and got their tablets and continued watching on their tablets. And it's, I, I mean, this movie doesn't per se speak to them, but it's something that they they like watching everything because the animation that they use in this is is really well done. It's got its own little kind of. Um, appeal to it it's 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 very unique in itself and i and i really like it because it's kind of a 
blend of present day with a little bit of magic thrown in to an extent with stuff. I don't, I don't know yeah, if you the had world on that. The, no, the world they created is. I love the world. I love when they do, when when works of fiction do that sort of. It's fantasy, but not like science fantasy, where it's like futuristic fantasy or high fantasy. I love both of those things, but I like it when it's like modern day. Mm-hmm. Like, and why am I blanking on it? What was the What was the movie? Blight. With, uh, Blight. The one with Will Smith. Blight, which I've never seen. Still, I've never seen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's was Blight. It Blight? Was it? That doesn't sound right to me, but I could be completely wrong. Like, I that movie had 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 its issues, but I loved the concept of, like, it's the present day, but there's magic and fantasy and stuff like that. So I've always liked that, uh, that, that sort of world. And uh, I thought this did a great job of doing it. I feel like a lot of times when that, that kind of world is presented, it's very serious. But this was kind of done in a, in a comedic way, which I like to say. This is my way of living. And nobody's gonna tell me any otherwise. You know, this is the Not one problem with doing the record this way. Prison. Is I automatically had an ad for Tiger King play as soon as I got into Netflix. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to weirdly edit around that. Um, alright. Yeah, Blight. Blight. I don't know why I was thinking of something like... I, I am I have added it to my list because I've never seen it and it's and it's like it is it is one hundred percent something that is right up my alley. Yeah, it, it is worth like I, I like I said the movie it had its issues and I really wanted but I like the world they created I want to see more of it I would love it more as a series I think mm-hmm. uh, and not even like a not even like a uh, serialized series like I see it being like an episodic procedural like uh, kind of like Alien Nation was back thirty years ago where it was like aliens were living on earth and they were like detectives and stuff like that like i would like to see that in a fantasy setting but anyway we're we're digressing we we are <laughs> but at the same time it's kind of in the same vein as this so this is so this is done by pixar and i don't it okay is this just me or was it not super pixar besides the feels yeah you know there to me like there were things that were very classically pixar but there were times where i was like i could have seen this being put out by like dreamworks or imagination, or whatever those studio is that does um, illumination, or whatever illumination, illumination, illumination. Yeah, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I think it doesn't feel so Pixar-y because this is the first time in years Pixar has had a movie that wasn't a sequel to one of its already existing properties. And I always forget that Pixar can do original things still, and it, it it's good. I liked it, and because of the fantasy setting. Mm-hmm. It still had all the, the Easter eggs that are in other um, Pixar movies, but kind of um, they were hidden. Like, of course, like like any movie, uh, I go, I went to IMDb afterwards to look up trivia. Like, the Pizza Planet truck was there, but it was Pizza Realm. I did not even okay. I I need to do a rewatch because I was gonna look up like the trivia. Actually, I'm I'm on IMDb, so I can just look it up real quick. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like when they were on the, the bridge paying the toll to the troll, <laughs> uh, the troll toll. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I was looking, I was oh. like, I know it's going to be in there. And then sure enough, I looked at the trailer, like behind it, there was the pizza realm truck, but that was the pizza planet truck. So, but of course, uh, of course, John Ratzenberger is, um, is, was one of the construction workers and he's been a voice in every single one of their movies. So, oh yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay, there, there. Okay, that because as soon as you said that, I'm like, wait, 
yep, that would be it. Um, I'm trying to look at other stuff. The gas station, which is an triple dent gum, is sold at the same gas was station. From inside out. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw where when they were going through records in the house, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was something like the record. One of the record, the names on the record is one of the characters from the movie Soul, which is their next movie that's coming out. Mm, which I still have not watched the trailer for, even though you have told me numerous times to check it out. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. So, um, so yeah, um, that was a that was a reference because they were like, "How are we going to fit this person?" Because how are we going to fit this person who's re- who's more in a real reality based uh, into this fantasy world that's completely separate? And then it was like, oh. Uh, we'll just do it this way. So, um, overall, I feel like this this movie is very. If it was a steak, it would have no fat on it. Like it's very to the point. It was very efficient. You're right. Yeah, and I mean that's it's once again that's not a bad thing. Everything in there's the 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 side stories and the side stuff is all essential to the movie. It's everything is yep. flowing in this movie in the same direction. Um. Is there a character that stand that stood out for you in this movie that that, that you fell in love with or that that you really enjoyed? You know, I mean, besides like the the, the two brothers, because I mean, I really did like the two brothers. I liked their relationship. I thought it was I thought it was really good. Uh, but I did like uh, the Manticore. Uh, Ma- Manticore, yes, yeah. <laughs> she yes, was awesome. I loved her a lot. The the Manticore was up there for me because it was. It, it it was cool because um the movie also I mean aside from the message of two brother two two brothers you know and everything that that whole thing it was everybody they seemed to come in contact with kind of got in touch with their roots again or kind of had like their own kind of journey in it the yep. pixies um learned to fly again Colt. yeah Colt. Colt he ran at the end with his flowing locks. Uh, that 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 was great because um because Ellie did walk in when I was at that point in the movie and she's like, what the and I'm like you have to watch the movie it will make sense. <laughs> so and th- there was that the Manticore stuff like like she became she kind of found her like it the the whole premise of this movie is I mean on on, on like I think overall is you know be true to yourself be true to who and, and what what you are sort of thing. Yeah, and that's that's kind of everyone in this movie wasn't being that, so they kind of returned to that. I mean, there's of course the whole, you know, family's family. You know that that um, Ian wanted to meet his father so much, but didn't realize that his brother, you know, was harboring some like un unresolved stuff that that he wanted. It the the movie focused on Ian for so long that when it switched and kind of showed that. Barley was still having was having issues that it was a real like whoa moment for me that because he he of course portrayed himself as this person who had no fear and you know and it was that 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 for me was a touching moment the whole when I decide when Barley had the whole when I decide not not to fear anymore uh by by the way of course as I said my favorite character of course was the Manticore because I I just thought that everything with with her story was great her having to go get the sword her like completely losing it at the um the, the tavern and everything was great. I I just I, see, I really I, enjoyed it. I see I thought a central theme of the movie was and I think this was appropriate considering the the the, the setting was about leveling up. 
Oh. Like, up was a theme because everyone in that movie sort of leveled up. Um, obviously, Ian really leveled up, mm. but I mean, Farley did, their mom did, uh, the Manticore did, Colt did, the Pixies did. Um, everyone, everyone changed, but not like a bad change. Like it was the sort of like everyone kind of had that that journey, and at the end, they got their XP and they leveled up, and they are all different, better, but not like drastically different uh than they were before but i do think that they were they're they're better for the journey they all went on actually (laughs) actually i'm going to take a quick second and i'm going to take back what i said my favorite character was actually guinevere yes guinevere was awesome and and it's funny because it's 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 a vehicle but um like it was absolutely a character it, it was, and it and it had its great moments. It's just like every time like, the engine revved, it had like a horse sound to it. Um, when the tire oh, popped, it yep. sounded like galloping. Yep, that was awesome. Yeah, and and that's and, and that's the thing, and it's and I thought that was great. You know how it had like they, they they set up stuff earlier on that you know stuff's broken in the vehicle or stuff doesn't work right. Um, of course, a big part of the thing is Ian learning how to drive, and that was his brother helping him along and giving him the courage to do that. So that was a nice scene there, um, yeah. and everything like that. Actually, that vehicle had a lot to do with it because that was their the turn signal was something they used later in the movie to distract the dragon. Which and my girlfriend was like, Meh. so that that okay that that was the other thing. I thought the dragon because there okay there's two dragons I remember in the movie. There's of course the pet dragon, which is kind of drawn I, it's not how am I trying to say this because it's drawn sort of western and eastern at the same time right it's it's very serpentine yeah. where you could see it being you know it kind of has a Shinron yes. from Dragon Ball Z kind of like the long look but also it has that typical kind of western dragon with like some spikes on the back or mm-hmm. little spines and it breathes fire and everything like that so it is sort of a I think but I think they did that too that kind of designed to make it more dog-like also so. also i think they did it that way to give it a distinction from the dragon that you meet later on in the movie which um yeah. i i thought that was hysterically funny having the school mascot face go over it that was awesome and then when he roared the bell was ringing yes it had that, that bell awesome. ringing in the loved background it. loved it so I, I i really enjoyed that um I'm I'm trying to think of some other elements of this movie that I really enjoyed. Do you do you have anything that we haven't brought up yet, or you want to talk about or discuss? Um, I'm trying to think. Just little, just little fantasy nods in the background, and of course, I'm not. I'm coming up blank, but there were a bunch I would see. Like, uh, um, oh shoot, there was like some of the restaurant names um, were just were, were funny, but again, like like Pizza Realm instead of Pizza Planet, um, and. Uh, I thought they did a good job of incorporating. I mean, it was over the top, all the fantasy names, but intentionally so. And I thought they did a good job of it. Like, it's one of those things where it's like those fantasy names are everywhere. But if you're not looking for them, yeah, you might catch one or two. But if you look in the background, there's just tons of different brands, uh, things like that, which I just really like. I like when it's sort of like in Futurama or whatever, when they when they take a modern brand and make it set to the era or the time or the place where it, where it is. And uh, I thought they did a good job with some of those. And I am blanking on like everything. I, I thought of those. Yes. I was like, I was like, Oh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that one. I'm completely blanking on it. Uh, Trollex financial services, car <laughs> st- 
Stereo Shop, but it's spelled um, S H O P P E Psychic. Uh, I'm just. Oh, I, I like. There was a stop sign at one point. Oh, Holt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm right on that scene right now. I'm just looking at different stuff. Uh, natural Foods. Uh, locksmith. There was like a, but there was a, there was a restaurant. There was a particular restaurant, and I was like, and it kind of made me chuckle. And I'm, just, I'm blanking on it. See, I'm, I'm trying. I'm just kind of scrolling through real quick, see if I can find like, because, because there is a lot, and I never really paid attention to that when I watched. Because I've only watched this like once, so I've never really paid attention, right, to that stuff. And normally, that's like something I'll catch on like a third or fourth viewing, and I'm probably going to. Um, King's Cola is another. Is a soda, I guess, because they got an ad for it in the in the um, the gas station where they stopped at. I liked the the Pixies reading Pixie uh, Pixie sticks mm-hmm. when they ran into them, and I didn't catch this, but I was looking at the trivia. Apparently, there's a, there was like a label or a sign or something you could see at one point, but it said like instead of saying 100% sugar or whatever, it's, you know, because Pixie sticks are just sugar, it said like 100% real pixie dust. <laughs> See, and, and and that's the thing. I, I like little nods like that. Did did it ever explain why Barley had a cast on? He had a cast on. Okay, good. I'm glad you caught that too. Okay, <laughs> I he, did. No, I didn't. I did not catch that at all. He has a cast on on his um left arm. It's a black cast, <laughs> and there's like little like he drew on it like different like stuff from the course the. The um, I can't remember what the game's called in the movie, but um, from from D and D, there's like little oh, stuff yeah. drawn. His, his 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 historical D and D. Yes, there there's stuff drawn on it, but it's a cast to where it's over his wrist, so his fingers are kind of out of it. Hmm. So it, it just looks like maybe he's wearing like a like because he has the whole studded arm wrist. It looks like just another one of those. But yeah, he has a cast on, and it never is really brought up or talked about. And I double checked. I'm like, that's definitely a cast. <laughs> I get, yeah, like you said, I I thought it was part of his his, his get up. I did not realize that. I need to go back and look at that now. Yeah, it, it's like, and his shirt. I mean, his jean jacket is covered with a lot of different like uh, band names or different like stuff. Smote is on there. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet's on there. Really? Yeah. Oh man, now I oh, see. This is the problem. Now I need to go back and like rewatch this and like look for every little detail now. Of- right now that I've seen it, I kind of want to go back again at some point and and I want to catch the background stuff. Cuz I'm I'm look now I want to like look around and find that stuff because I mean that's that's the thing these these movies are great cuz they they add so much more depth. Now I'm t- is there anywhere where it says or it just says it's on his shirt somewhere? It's on like his jacket or something, but then apparently there's also I think like a poster or a sticker or something in his van, like in the back might have it too, but they said it's very clearly the infinity gauntlet or something. I can't remember, but see, I'm just sitting here clicking, just trying to see if I can get a different angle of it. Cause I'm like, it's gotta be like, right. Maybe that's it. Ugh, see, I'm looking at our computer screen. I'm like, I need to get on a bit nice big screen and find it too. I'm sorry, that dragon design is actually really cool. I, I just clicked to like a design of it. 
the of course the one at the end I'm talking about. Um, right. I, I don't know. It was it was just something like original and something you wouldn't have really thought of as like 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 when it said dragon. I don't think that's what you would have really expected. Right. It was it was a very modern take on a dragon for a modern fantasy movie. Um, I'm glad it because I was thinking like I was like there has been a twist on everything we've seen so far. So I'm like obviously we're gonna see a dragon. Like it's gonna be different. But I didn't know if it was gonna be like the dragon had changed if they were more just like a grumpy old man or I don't know or something else. But the fact that it was what they did, I'm like, that's very fitting. So uh, the soda he's trying to levitate is mountain doom. That's right. I, that, that was, that was one of the things that I saw. And I, I, when I was watching, I specifically was like, ha! when I saw that, that was awesome. See, and I just, I didn't pay attention to any of that. So I feel like I like did myself a disservice to our listeners and to myself for not like keeping up with that. Um, yeah. Disney worked, uh, it's in the credits and I just, I saw like a, a thank you for it, but they worked with Disney and Pixar worked with wizards of the coast. I'm um, not surprised for to, to make sure they got the D and D and the magic stuff. Correct. And they said they did a lot of back and forth, like making sure that it was a good, like they, cause I mean, there were some elements that were straight up, obviously taken like the gelatinous cube and everything like that were things directly taken from D and D. And I'm like, they clearly worked or got the rights or whatever. But then when I was reading about it, apparently both sides were really excited to work with, with each other to make sure it was as authentic as possible. Uh, and to use some of the different characters and, and names and stuff like that. So I thought that was, that was actually really cool. So, uh, when they're at the arcade, the centaur is playing a video game and it's, did you, did you catch what the name of it was? Cause it's an, wasn't obvious... it, wasn't it like hoof hoof from a clop clopper? Prance, 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 that's it. I was going to yes. say it's rhymed with dance. Yes. I saw, I did catch that and that was, that was funny. Okay, so according to IMDb, Barley's decked out with a vest including an Infinity Gauntlet patch. On the left breast pocket, it is a bit hard to spot as a patch rocks a red and black design that differs from the Gauntlet's classic gold look. However, the design is clearly meant to resemble the Marvel and iconic Infinity Gauntlet, and a sticker of the same design is on the back of his passenger seat inside the inside Barley's van, Guinevere. So that was read from IMDb. So, oh, he. I was thinking. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just thinking. Going through IMDb last night, looking at the the trivia. I love on IMDb when there's like actually really cool trivia, and the further you go down, it's like the most ridiculous things. And it's like Chris Pratt was in this movie, and he was also in this movie with Pierce Brosnan, and. Uh, Joy Louis Dreyfus was in this movie. It also had Pierce Brosnan, and it's like, what does that have to do with anything? It's like I, I love it. It's just this is a general IMDb gripe. <laughs> Nothing about this, but it was this classic, like, like really cool trivia. Then the more you go down, it's like okay, and then it's like things like this needs to not be here. There's no point in there being there. It's like this person lives on planet Earth. You live on planet Earth. It's like anyway, I just <laughs> <laughs> my brand. I I agree with you because there is um like. Chris, oh wait, yeah, Chris Pratt's first theatrical released animated film outside of the late. This is the first. The actually that is kind of interesting. This is the first one that he has done that's an animated movie that's not part of the Lego franchise. I feel like he's done another voice for something now. I'm just forgetting. Um. 
but yeah, as as you go further down, it does get a little yeah. sparse with with stuff like. But that's any movie. Like you'll get into these ones where it's like really cool, but then it'll be like. It'll be like this person, these two people were in a movie together like 28 years ago. And, or it'll be like people who was like, they were in this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie together before this one. It's like, oh my God, who cares? Like, uh, that has nothing to do directly with this movie. So I, I got one here. Um, Disney's first animated film of 20 of the 2020s to be rated PG by the Australian classifications board. <laughs> that is pointless as can be. I, yes. Um, there was there were two back to back, and it was something like this is the first Pixar movie to not be. It was something weird, like it was it was like one was like this is the first Pixar movie to not be released in April, June, November. Yeah. October, it was like five months, but then the next one was it's the first one to be released in March. And it yeah, was I, like, I I'm actually lo- looking at that one right now where it says this is the first Pixar film to be released in March, which they ha- do you okay off the top of your head? Do you know how many movies they have done? Pixar 20, has this is the twenty second. Right. Did you use that off the top of your head? No, because I saw it yesterday on the trivia. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm proud of you either way. I'm proud of you either way. Um, no, this is the 22nd film, which... Doesn't MCU beat that out already? I believe so. I can't believe I'm having to look this up, considering I had to watch all of them. <laughs> um... I completely forgot what I was going to say. I was like, I had something, and then it was just like, brain fart. 23. So, um, yeah, there you go. No, because actually, I'm getting a lot of updates on my phone recently from last year of like when I did watch all the MCU movies, like basically in rapid succession in anticipation of Endgame. And, um, yeah, kind of hard to believe I did that still. But, (laughs) so. I guess I guess the kind of the final part of this um, discussion I want to kind of have is with everything going on. I, I'm I'm sorry to bring this up because I know some people listen to stuff to escape and everything, but uh, with everything going on, do you think other movies will take this path of being very quick from theaters or yes. just straight to? And what well, movie? Disney, well, Disney already said that Artemis Fowl is not coming to theaters anymore. It's going straight to imdb or imdb too uh, disney plus so what what other I movies, other movies are gonna follow suit, would honestly? you like to see do this if you what i like to see i mean i i mean i don't know what movies i want to see do this because there are certain movies that i like seeing at the movies but like honestly this thing isn't going anywhere anytime soon i could totally see black widow doing the same thing they delayed that till november though that's true and, and that, I mean, that was that, that was gonna be my guess. That was gonna be my guess for. But I I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if they delayed it, they could. I mean, it just seems so. Because I mean, I was thinking about this in general. Like, movies are not being movies. TV shows aren't being made right now. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is being made right now. And I mean, I'm sure there are things that were in post production that they're finishing up. But I mean, movies that are going to be coming out in. Uh, you know, two, three months from now. I mean, the summer blockbuster season starts a month from now. It starts at the end of April, beginning of, of May. And, I mean, some of those movies are done. Uh, there's probably some little touching up. But, I mean, things that are coming out toward the end of the summer, those are still being finished up. And, I mean, there probably is still some shooting going on or some reshoots or whatever. But then getting into award season, like, that is all mid-production shut down. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we're in the short term right now of what's happening with with everything. 
And we're kind of starting to see the effects uh, of that. But I start, I was actually thinking about this uh, when I was driving back from getting groceries uh, earlier today. I don't know why it popped into my head, but I was like, I'm really curious to see what the landscape of entertainment, television and movie is going to look like in the next few months, because this is going to be a very interesting time. It, it is. And I don't, I don't know what else is gonna gonna follow suit, but I really think that a lot of things are gonna follow suit this way. So, Black Widow's been delayed till November, which has a release of November sixth on the twentieth. Of course, Kong versus I mean Godzilla versus Kong will come out. Um, I'm surprised that one wasn't off right right off the top of your head, but I mean, hopefully this stuff will be out of there by. Then, but Venom Two also is in October. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know because I think they're setting up for a lot of these movies to have a very short, well, not well, a non-existent theatrical release just to put them straight on some streaming services. Uh, Sonic is, I think, going to be available or is available currently on. I um, think. I think so for purchase on like as a digital format. Uh, Trolls World Tour, which I keep seeing ads for, is going to be like. <laughs> straight to um like streaming services and stuff so i mean we're the, the world is adjusting to this terrible situation we've been put in and it's it's cool in the fact of that like i think onward was a good example of a way to do this movie to the, the way to do this new format because I, I think a lot of more people are able to access this. This movie got out to a lot more people. I've been seeing people left and right on my Facebook, Twitter, everything. Like, I was just about to say the same thing. Like yeah. I feel like I have seen more people because I forgot it was coming out Friday. And when we were playing Smash with our with our gang on Friday night, um, it was like in between rounds, and I went onto Facebook and I saw like ten people talking about they were watching it or they were getting ready to watch it. And I'm like, I completely forgot about this. And then yesterday, it was like the same thing. I was sitting there, and I was going through all this, and all these people were talking about it. And I was like, this middle of the afternoon, I was like, eh, what the heck? Let's, let's wash it. So I still see everyone talking about it. So I think it's getting a lot of views. It's sort of like Netflix. I don't know how they make their money other than off of subscriptions. Who knows how many subscriptions this sold? Um, obviously, if you have a family of six watching this in their house for seven ninety nine a month, as opposed to each of them buying a $10 ticket, to yeah. $14 ticket, it's going to... You know, it's going to obviously cut out on stuff. But, I mean, then think of all the people who have Disney Plus subscriptions and they're now paying for that, uh, whether they had it or not already. So, I mean, I I guess it'll even itself out. But I do think, however they do make revenue off of this, if there, there is any way they make it besides um, just through subscriptions, uh, I do think that there's been a lot of buzz around it. I don't think it's just limited to, to our friends on social mm. media. So, um, I really think they're going to see this and be like, wow, this is a big success. I could, I could see them doing more movies or putting more of their movies that were at least for the next few months onto um, Disney Plus or other streaming services. So, so is following suit. I was about to say. So for me, it seems like um, my social media is basically either Onward or Tiger King, and some people with both, and then that, that that seems to be what's polluting my airwaves right now. With yes. that, yes, um, yep. no, I'm I'm very happy with this and everything that they're doing this, that they are like a lot of places are responding. But, um, just as a side note, I just want to say this just for everyone, just, just everyone just calm down for a second. Mandalorian was finished before all this happened. Yeah. Thank so I, God. 
So it because because um because I during a Star Wars um, not uh, so, bleh, during the Star Wars podcast I do um Knights of Vader episode I mentioned about the whole Ahsoka being in it being done by Rosario Dawson and I said well that's great and all but I mean with all this going on this is just hot air being just blown up because they're and they're like and Zach's like no they already filmed it and I'm like what he's like yeah they're done filming and I'm like oh. Well, in that case, I'm interested. <laughs> so, um, uh, so that makes me wonder how long they've been done with it, and could Disney do an early drop? Well, okay, I'm gonna get into this real quick on here. So, one of my coworkers is convinced that on May Fourth we're gonna get the Mandalorian. I've heard people theorizing that we could get at least a teaser episode, kind of like Rick and Morty did a couple years ago. And that's what I said. I think I think it's more likely that we'll get an episode one, then like an episode one of the season two, and then we'll get the rest of it in October. But that was before all this stuff started happening, so who knows? I I don't know. I'm because he's like they, they need to do something for May the fourth, and I'm like, yeah, they do. And now that that is actually a month away, now I don't know. I I I would think it would be very cool if they did it but i don't like i said i have no clue i don't really pay attention to production schedules for stuff because it's interesting but it's not something that ever really grabs my attention per se so that's just kind of right um i don't know if you had anything else on onward um the one thing i want to say is i i definitely recommend watching this now people there are two movies that pixar that, that pixar made that people always bring up that made them cry it was either toy story 3 or um, up. Neither of those made me cry. This made me cry. <gasps> the the end. The end got me. So the beginning of Up gets people the <sighs> not quite the end, but kind of like the I would say the climax. The, the well, of Toy Story three. The well, the it's been so long since I've seen Toy Story three. Because I guess that's no, I guess that's not the climax. I can't even remember. So, um, do you want do you want a horrifying backstory that if Ellie was on here, she'd call me out on this. So I guess I need to do it in lieu of her Let's not being here at the moment. All right. Um. So to pad out this episode a little bit more, uh, years ago when Toy this, I you're 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 gonna remember the year off the top of your head. Um, when Toy Story three was in theaters, one of my uh, best friends from high school was getting married, and I was part of his wedding party. As one of the uh, best, not not best man, is it grooms groomsman groomsman, groomsman. and um, the best man decided we basically quote unquote kidnapped him, and then we went to B Dubs, and this this is mind you for a bachelor party we did this. I had nothing to do with planning this. I'm saying that now. We went <laughs> to B Dubs. We forced him to do the blazing challenge. <laughs> he won, and then after that we went to go see Toy Story three in theaters, and then we all went home. That is the only time I've seen Toy Story 3. I have no interest in seeing it again. And, um, yeah. Kind of a letdown of a night for me on multiple levels. <laughs> so, not going to say it's definitely... the lamest um, uh, bachelor party I've ever had or gone to or whatever. But um, I think it ranks up there. And I don't think he listens to this, so I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah um, 
Yeah, no, like Toy Story, I, I, I didn't see that. That's the only Toy Story I didn't see in theaters. I even saw four, but I didn't see three. And three was good, but I just remember everyone going, oh, my God, you're going to be a bowling mess. And I got to that part where everyone's there, and I'm just like, eh. I, so, I, was like, I, I, was like, I was like, I know they're going to get out of it. I was like, I know they're going to get out of it, and they did. So, <laughs> so, so, so it is the part at, at the end where they're all like about to get incinerated. Yeah. I figured it was the part at the, at the very end where he's giving the toys to the to the little girl and everything. Oh, man. That's I, I figured that would be more, because that was more of an emotional hit for me. See, no, the one I always hear people talk about is that part where they thought everyone was going to die or whatever happens to toys. When well, they're you know destroyed. they're not. You you know exactly. they're not. Exactly. That's the thing. I was like, every, I've heard everyone talk about that part. I I got to that part and I that was before I was and I guess it was just kind of video and I guess I didn't know about it but everyone's like there's a part that's like so intense and I'm just like I get done I was like they're gonna get out of it sure enough they they did and I was like see knew it so I'm coming so you the the listener at home have you watched Onward what affected you about Toy Story three was it the fact that instead of going to you know maybe a strip club or something like that on a bachelor party you went to go see that movie instead and it's emotionally scarred you in that way. Anyways, uh, let us let it, let us know on Twitter, Patreon. I mean, let, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you find us. Um, Eric, what are what are you up to this week? Playing what? Uh, I am playing shockingly well, a lot of Animal Crossing. Uh, no, I'm actually playing that's animalese for for Animal Crossing. Yes, 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 yes. So you're right. Um, on that note, just a quick side thing. I did. I had to have the um, the Godzilla thing available to me now. Oh, the the monster. What what color is yours? Red. I have yet to see the red one. I've se- I've seen. I've heard several people say that they uh, they've had red available, but I have not actually seen it. Mine is like a dark blue, and then there's like a dark gray one, kind of a greenish gray one, and I guess and then the red one. I don't know if there's another. If there are any other ones, but those are the three I, I've heard about. But well, I um, will... I want to see your red one. I'll work on that uh, after I'm do- after we're done recording, getting it and everything. Because I've seen it, I haven't bought it yet. Because it's 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 Nook Miles or is it actual money money? It's Nook it's Nook Miles. I don't think I had enough Nook Miles at the time. Yeah, because it's five thousand. Yes, I did not have enough Nook Miles at the time. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so we'll um, so I, actually I keep on thinking this is a Patreon episode and it's not. This is just the regular episode this week. This was gonna be a Patreon episode, but we decided to fill it out. Um, definitely check us out on Patreon. We're doing some content on there for everything. Uh, if you want Eric's early review of Animal Crossing, that is available on there, and that's almost as long as this episode. Uh, there, there is um, also our follow-up discussion to the GameStop fiasco that is currently, well, was currently going on. Now it's kind of settled back down and everything. Uh, so there's that. So go check that out. Uh, I also did a book review of the Ahsoka book from uh, the Star Wars Ahsoka um book i was gonna say series but it's just one book i did a review of that which i actually really liked it not gonna get into it on here but definitely check out patreon for that content um and of course we'll be back um next time with more zingness stuff i don't, I don't know if we have anything else we need to say before we end this episode uh, i think that kind of covers it because yeah like like you said we were going to kind of just shoot the shit and then we were like hey i was like you said you saw onward and i was like hey i saw onward sort of then just kind of made it that so um, so uh yeah. tune in uh to probably patreon or something we'll we'll do a shoot the shit episode later but um but yeah so this yeah. is actually a topic episode so yay anyways uh enjoy your week stay safe um everything like that and yep. um burp. stay and listen to podcasts this one or like this or, one or and I, if you've gotten this far that means you have so thank you 
Yes, and I guess if you've gotten this far, listen to... I'm going to say derailers, because why not? I feel we owe them now after April 1st. It's true. Listen to derailers, listen to secret levels, uh, listen to secret transmissions. Yes. There we go. All right, we, we, we did our due diligence to our friends. And now we say... Yay! Bye. Ah. <laughs>